Good morning and welcome to Thursday morning, September the 16th in 2021 on When I Rise. We're currently in year B, proper week 20, which is the 17th Sunday after Pentecost. And on the Thursday of the week, we'd like to take a look at the New Testament letter passage from the Revised Common Lectionary. And we are still in the book of James today. James chapter 3, verses 13 through chapter 4, verse 3 and then four, seven, and eight. So it's kind of spread out a little bit there. So let me read that passage. We've got a couple points for reflection, and then we'll spend our time praying along the theme that we find there. Thanks for making us part of your morning on When I Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and be God together in a time of prayer. James chapter three, verse 13, through chapter four, verse three, and then chapter four, seven, and eight. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such, quote, wisdom does not come down from heaven, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For you have envy and selfish ambition, there will find disorder in every evil practice. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? You desire but do not have, so you kill. You covet but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. This is the word of God for us. Just yesterday, we looked at Psalm 1, and we saw that there are two clear paths. There's a path of righteousness, which leads to being like a tree planted by water, which the tree will allow the tree to yield fruit in its season. Then you have like the way of destruction, which leads to being ground up like chaff after a harvest and blown away with the wind. And so the voice of the Old Testament says, avoid the chaff-filled life, right? And to embrace the life that leads to obedience and bearing fruit in every good season. So with that in mind, we come to a place like James chapter 3 and 4, where there's these two paths are before us once again, and wisdom is at the heart of it. You'll notice that uh, wisdom is mentioned in verse 13 of chapter 3, and then it's used in quotations in verse 15, representing some of this like false idea of what wisdom kind of looks like, but ultimately is not. But you'll notice that uh, these two paths become clear in these verses in James. Um, this is what James says. He asks the question, which is a good teacher would do in their day, who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. And then he gives a juxtaposition, a different path. But if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. And then he says, this is not 
wisdom. And you'll notice this all-encompassing statement here. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. So once again, this is a theme that we find in the book of James. James says earlier that if you and I can tame the tongue, which is a small part of our body, but it steers all of our being, then we will have a perfect life. But if we can't, then we'll light fires everywhere and it causes disruption in community. And then so James comes to this thing here, like it's almost as if James is sitting next to us on a short flight, like a connection flight to this city before we get like on another flight to go to the city that we're actually going to. So he, he knows he only has a little bit of time. So he says, if you want, if you want to get to your desired end, you gotta tame the tongue. And then he says a warning here in chapter three. He says, you have to avoid envy and selfish ambition. Because in envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder in every evil practice. Then he begins to ask all these questions, almost an interrogation of his communities. He talks about fights and quarrels among them. So because you desire what you have, what you do not have, so you kill. He's like, envy and selfish ambition lead to uh, craving somebody else's goods and since you can't not have them you take them from that person and you also take their life with you he says that when you ask god you don't even ask with the wrong motives you have a selfish ambition therefore you don't get what you ask for and so his anecdote is verse 7 of chapter 4 submit yourselves then to god resist the devil and he will flee from you come near to god and he will come near to you. And so James is considered, he, he is very concerned about the path that you and I walk. If it's, if it's a path that ultimately is animated by envy and self, self selfish ambition, it will not lead to the path, that, to the destination that we desire. But if we uh, do deeds with a humble and patient obedience, that's what um, allows us to arrive at true wisdom. And so what a great way to look at our lives. We can cover up our lives and we can diagnose some of the things that are not going right in our day. So perhaps we've had some barriers in our parenting or barriers in developing friendships and relationships. Perhaps we've had barriers in excelling in the workplace, uh, being the team member that we want to be in order for our work team to thrive. Like we can, James says, you can boil it back down to are your motives are they animated by envy and selfish ambition? If they are, then it'll lead to every evil practice. But if it's motivated by humility, deeds done in secret, it will lead to true wisdom. And so uh, this is a day that we, that we contemplate. This is a day that we give self-examination. And we ask, God, may by the lamp of your Holy Spirit, the light of illumination of your heart, would you expose what our deeds are motivated by? And I pray that as we do so, as we hear from God, that we pray, we'd ask for his forgiveness, and then we'd ask for his grace and strength to be transformed so that our deeds would be animated by humility, by, by doing things in secret so they don't have to get credit for them, so it can lead us to a place of all wisdom. So with that in mind, let's spend some time praying together this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I thank you that you continue to transform us. I thank you that the work of Christ has started within us. It's ongoing, and you're going to bring it to its completion. And so, God, as we journey into moments where we give self-examination and reflection, 
We don't have to be afraid of condemnation and guilt because we know that with you there is grace and there is forgiveness. And so God, we thank you for the clear word from James today that there are two paths. There's a path that is that is shaped through contours of humility and there is a path that is shaped by contours of envy and selfish ambition. And so God, we confess to you that at times we are tempted uh, because of our envy. We are tempted because of our ambition. We know that that doesn't lead to the righteous life. And so God, we repent, we change our minds, and we ask for your help. And I pray that as we uh, go along the path of humility, that you would uh, sustain us, that you would give us strength in the moments. God, in those times that we're tempted to try to do things to be noticed, I pray that uh, you would reveal your presence to us and that uh, your awareness of our life would be enough praise for us uh, and that we would just live into you and that we'd celebrate and that we'd have pleasure in pleasing you and not in pleasing others. And so God, help us uh, to be content with all things. Help us to rely upon your strength and teach us by your grace so that in all things we can be grateful that we have this relationship with you. So God, we love you and we love to love you. We pray that your love would pave the path in front of us. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.